Hello everyone, my name is Zachary Thayer and I'm a storyteller from Illinois and you're listening to my podcast where I tell stories from my life and the lives of others. And today is a is a special episode <laughs> to say the least. The day that this podcast is going to be released is Saturday, October 6th, 2018, which is the three-year anniversary of my father's passing, his death, I should say. And I want to tell you guys the story of that night. This is a story that I've that I haven't told to too many people. And hopefully some of you who are characters in the story are listening to this because this is especially dedicated to you. At the time I was about three months into real life, well, three to five months into real life. I had just graduated the summer before and I didn't have much going on as far as a life and work. I had an internship volunteering with my youth ministry back in Bethalta, Illinois, and I had just started working part-time for the church, Cornerstone Church. I only worked two days a week at the time, so because I was only working two days a week, I had a lot of free time. And so that first school year after I graduated, I visited my old college evangel several times. Some of them were random visits, and then other times there were reasons behind me visiting. And the reason why I visited this particular weekend to Evangel University, Springfield, Missouri, because one of my best friends in the world, Chris Grow, was proposing to the love of his, of his life, Sharice. He did the proposal on the Monday, and then I decided to hang back in Springfield the next day with plans to come back on either Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. During these visits, there wasn't really a whole lot of structure, especially that Tuesday. I didn't have any plans, so I would just wake up, hang out with whoever, and I would pretty much float from person to person. I would text everybody that I knew who lived in the area still and some of these people I would hang out with for a quick five, ten minutes before they went on to their next class. And some of these people I would spend maybe even an hour or two eating together, walking around the city. It was toward the end of the night. It had to have been around 9 or 10 p.m. I was at a friend's house. And these it, the house was lived in by a couple friends of mine, Chris Reagan and uh, at the time, Kaylee Stansard. She's married now, so her last name's different. And we were all just sitting around on their couches, just, you know, shooting the breeze, catching up. And I get a phone call from my mom. And I thought, well, this is weird. It's 10 o'clock at night. You know, she should be in bed with dad and Nathaniel. Like, why, why is she calling me right now? As soon as I answered it, I could tell something was wrong. You know, she didn't fluff it up a little bit or even say anything. I just said, hello. And then she was like, Zach, I need to tell you something. Your dad's dead. He died in a car accident on his way home from work. And my first reaction to that was disbelief. Definitely. I didn't trust my mom. I was just like, you know, who told you that? How do you know? Did you see the car? Did you see his body? Like how, how do you know? 
and she didn't really explain. She just said, you know, this is what happened and this is, this is a fact. And then she said that we would, she would be in contact with me the next day to figure out what to do next. And I was sitting right across and beside Chris and Kaylee. So they heard the whole thing. I hung up the phone and they're looking at me like a bomb that's about to explode. (laughs) I don't remember who broke the silence, but one of them was like, is there anything we can do? And I just said, well, I'm in shock because I, I wasn't even crying. I wasn't freaking out. I was just kind of, I felt cold and solemn. And so I just said, okay, I know what this feels like. I've been in, I've felt like this before in other emotional situations. I'm in shock. I just want to be at Evangel right now. I want to be at the college campus with my friends. Kaylee took my keys because evidently people who are in mourning, like that's something that's weird is if you're in mourning, people won't let you drive. (laughs) It, It happened multiple times within those past couple of days, nobody wanted me to drive a car. So Kaylee took my truck and I rode with Chris Reagan back to Evangel University. And I called two people. I called Evan Hart, who I knew, who I knew would be with the K2S guys. And I called Sean White. They were the first two people that I told. I said, hey, I have something really serious to tell you. My dad just died. I'm going to be in the Krause Hall parking lot in about five minutes. Chris Reagan pulls me into the parking lot and I can already see a group of people standing outside and I get out of the car and I start walking to them and they're all just, they just look broken as they see me. The first person I remember seeing was Zachariah Mayfield and he looked right at me and that, oh man, that's what broke me, broke me out of my shock state was just seeing him tears in his eyes emotional and I just fell into his chest my face pressed against him and just started bawling and then everybody just kind of surrounded me from there we had like this group hug crying sesh eventually I was just like okay guys give me some room (laughs) I need to breathe we just sat down in that parking lot and somebody gave me a blanket it was Andrew Cruz It was his Batman blanket that he slept with all throughout college. There was probably about 10 to 20 people that were there and more people showed up as they found out the news. All my college friends had at least met my parents because my parents, they visited regularly, you know, once to twice a year. Our family would do an end of the year barbecue in the park that was right next to campus. And so everybody had at least had memories with my parents. It's different when you know these people and you find out that one of them's gone. Out of all my friends, Riley Anderson was definitely the closest. And so I wanted him to find out for me and not over social media. So I called him and said, Hey, this is what happened. And you know, I could just hear over the phone, just like it hurting him too. We prayed together and I hung up the phone with him. I couldn't tell you how long we sat in that parking lot. It was very quiet. Not a whole lot of people talked. I imagine that my friends felt awkward sitting there, you know, because you don't have anything to say. You don't know what to do. So I would play a few worship songs off of my phone and 
I would sit there and cry and then I would be good for a little bit and I'd cry some more and as more people, more and more people showed up, I would hug them and, you know, they would cry with me. I would have to say it was between an hour and two hours that we sat there. And then what ended it, what got us from that place was I saw somebody walking out of Krauss Hall, out of the dorm, and they had a box. It was just some kind of flat box. I don't know what it was, but it made me think of pizza. (laughs) And I just said, guys, I'm tired of sitting here and I'm hungry. I want some pizza. And so Chris Grow and Sean White, they were immediately like, we're on it. We're going to run to Casey's and get you some pizza. So we went up to the second floor lobby and we had a pizza party. We didn't talk about dad or what had happened. We weren't ignoring it, but things just naturally transitioned to us telling random stories and talking about funny memories of college. It was one of the most beautiful moments of my life because in spite of the awful, horrific tragedy that had just occurred, we were choosing to celebrate life together. We chose joy over sadness. Like, yes, that sadness was still there. We were still, I was still healing and still hurt from it but I was able to laugh and smile with my friends because we were choosing to remember that there's still good in the world despite of the crappy thing that just happened. The moral of the story, (laughs) if we got to attach a moral on it, is no matter what happens to you, whether it's a minor inconvenience or the worst thing that's ever happened to you there's always a reason to smile and to laugh and to love and that's what the night that my dad died that's what that demonstrated to me every single person who was there with me i just want to say thank you for being the first responders to come by my side and mourn with me and to be there with me and to make sure that I wasn't alone in this situation. And you helped me remember and helped me to know that I was loved. Thank you for mourning with me when I needed to mourn. And thank you for laughing with me when I was ready to laugh again. If you want to find out more about my dad's life, I made a video that was kind of a biography of him. You can find it. On my website, ZacharyThayer.net slash Francis, that is F-R-A-N-C-I-S. I miss my dad, and I don't think I'll ever stop missing him. And I'll never stop loving him either. But thankfully, this life here on earth isn't the only thing that there is this isn't all that there is we have an eternity to look forward to where everything is remade and restored and things will be made right again if you've listened to the entirety of this podcast (laughs) uh, let me know let me know what you think all i can really say at this point is whoever you love in life whether it be a friend a spouse or a family member Hug him a little bit tighter tonight. Because you've... (laughs)
because you don't know when the last time will be. (laughs) I got to, the last time I saw my dad alive, we hugged each other and we said that we loved each other. And I'm always, I thank God every day for that. So do be sure to do that for the people that you care about too. Thank you guys for listening. And I'll have something (laughs) happier the next time we talk. Love you guys.